What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to On the Backburner Podcast. On this episode, Chef Tristan and I are talking with Carla Lajeunesse of Simply Sinful Donuts here in Albuquerque. She's talking about her transition uh, from elite Yelper into elite donut queen out here. And uh, yeah, you don't want to miss this episode. Hey, guys, just a reminder, I want you all to follow us right now. Uh, Backburner PC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay, go go check us out right now. Make sure you hit that follow, hit that subscribe button. This is on the Backburner with executive chefs Tristan Rogers and Dominic Valenzuela. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of On the Backburner Podcast with Chef Dominic Valenzuela right here. I am Chef Tristan Rogers. Yes, and we're with Carla Lajeunesse of Simply Sinful Donuts here in Albuquerque. Uh, Carla, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, let me see. <laughs> What's important <laughs> to say? Um, I love Everything. donuts. I'm known as the New Mexico Donut Queen. Queen um, with a K. Queen with a K I love it. because it's Carla with a K. Um, I am a major foodie, and I love supporting all local businesses. You do because you've been, you've been, uh, you know, you you you've been with us at Hall of Spirits for since the beginning. Since you know, the beginning. and you've always been there, and you've always you know done great in supporting us. And thank you for that. Like, oh, you're welcome. A lot of people, you know, they're not, you know, they don't they don't do that. They say, oh, you know, I'm a foodie and I support local, and then you never see them. Right. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I remember uh, you supporting Dia de los Tacos as well when we came back. Mm-hmm. And yep. started up inside the the Albuquerque go kart spot. So yep. you came with a huge group and totally um, just supported us and, and really got us going and and kind of spread the word and helped us become what we are now today. So and now you. it's our turn to support you. <laughs> Absolutely. So you just <laughs> thank now you got guys. your brick and mortar, right? Yeah. I did. I opened um, November seventeenth, so it's been about two months now, and it it seems to be going pretty good. Nice. Um, I'm pretty excited. It's my own space still unbelievable like i walk in like i unlock the door and walk in and i'm like oh my god this is my donut shop <laughs> this is like all mine it like never i don't get told yeah it's crazy like that just yeah it's pretty insane so tell us the process like how, how like you were like you know give us the give us the play-by-play like what what gave you the the oomph to do it um well okay so my love for donuts actually um started when i was little um it has a lot to do with my dad's mother. And I, I don't call her my grandma because she wasn't really my grandma, but, um, we used to take donuts to her anytime we'd go to Santa Fe. Um, and she spoke Spanish and I, I, I was a kid. I didn't know any Spanish. Um, but the whole love of donuts, just when we take her a box, she'd pick one out and she'd just have this beautiful smile. And I know now, like when I started doing donuts, like five years ago, I would hand them out to friends. I'd hand them out to the homeless when I would walk to work downtown and just the smile from one little tiny donut. Donut, whether it's like a mini donut or a regular donut, it's just the smile that brightens their face. So I just kind of carry that with me all the time, like wanting to make others smile and be happy, even if it's just for a few moments a day. That's really beautiful. You always have yeah. a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah. I do my do. best. <laughs> you do. You do. You're always a happy person. You always got such good vibes and you're, you're always positive. And there's no doubt in my mind that this is going to go far. Like, Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you're, you know I mean? Donut queen. The, I know, the right? Love is there. She, <laughs> so she, uh, Carla brought us some donuts, and they're all mini sized donuts that you sell there, right? Yes. And I think it's perfect because, like you said, you can have either one donut at uh, at any other donut shop, mm-hmm. but here you can have four different 
flavors of donuts. To you know, equal so that one. Yes, somebody definitely. like me who just can't be satisfied with just you know, one of anything, <laughs> like, I Ooh. have to try everything. You know, yes. so and you don't feel bad about it. No, exactly. <laughs> They're so tiny. Not at all. They're like calorie free, guilt free. <laughs> just you were just talking about you make you make yeast donuts, which makes them completely vegan. I do. Um, the vegan donuts that I make, I found an amazing recipe oh. online and then I tweaked it a little bit. Um, they're fluffy They're Oh my gosh, they're so good. I should have brought you guys some, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, the reason I do a couple of vegan things is because, um, like th- throughout the past couple of years, I've gone up and down with like just aiming to be vegan. Um, but then there's those moments that I really need a fat ribeyes. <laughs> so it doesn't always work. Um, but I know that there's a large market for, um, people that want vegan donuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll have like customers call me like, Hey, do you have vegan today? Like, what do you have? Things like that. So I know on my end, I need to be a little bit more consistent with my yeast donuts, like do them at least once or twice a week because right. those ones go pretty fast. Well, I always, and, people, you know, like, I mean, vegans, vegetarians, I mean, they're, their money's green. Yeah. You know, like our menu, our menu at Hollow Spirits, you know, uh, 80, 80, to, 80 to 85% of it can be converted into vegan mm-hmm. and vegetarian. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I advertise that a little bit more, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but the, I, I have friends, a lot of friends who are vegan. Yeah. And it sucks going to eat them because mm-hmm. the places you go, they're like, well, what do you have? What are your vegan options? Yeah. They're like, uh, salad. <laughs> right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> There's so much more. Salads all the time. Like yeah. why? Like why can I enjoy something that is just like what he's eating, mm-hmm. but just you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I, instead what, of a regular burger, why not a mushroom burger, right. or a portobello mushroom burger, and that's what things we do. like that. Yeah. So, so, you know, I think I think that's good. Keeping you know keeping them in in, in thought because I mean, like I said, their money's green. Yeah, exactly. There's so much that you could do with vegetables too. <laughs> like I mean, so many different techniques that you can use to really make something beautiful, especially all the different colors that you have. Right. Like I'm surprised more chefs just don't like, just don't do it. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody's still in the steak and potatoes. You know yep. who's really good at vegan food? Uh, who's, who's been on the show? Brian. Brian. Romero. Oh, really? Yeah. Where's he from? really good. He's uh, at the Rancher's Club. Mm. And he does really so good. good like, vegan meals. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see that he makes some beautiful plates, man, and I can just see he he loves to use vegetables and manipulate them in ways that he can make a beautiful, colorful plate. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing, uh, going back to your donuts that I love is that you even said that you have like gluten free donuts. I do. There I too. make um like my gluten free donuts. I make out of coconut flour instead okay. of regular gluten oh. um, all purpose flour. Mm-hmm. It gives it a, a better taste, a better texture. Um, I've actually tried to, so the way I got started in um, like opening my business, I went through a course at Street Food Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, they taught me like kind of the business side it. of it. Um, yeah, so I kind of learned <coughs> from them like the different um, different things that I should bring into my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of just went from there. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this is your first business ever? Yes. Okay. And then, um, uh, yeah. So I've wanted to like, not necessarily be an entrepreneur, just be my own boss. Um, different jobs I've had in the past, I got like really tired of just being a paper pusher. That's mm. what I always feel like. Um, 
I used to be a real estate agent. That was like the best. Um, I, I was self-employed, so that was awesome. But other jobs I've done, like medical billing and things like that, it's it's just like working for somebody else never... I was never happy. My heart was never mm-hmm, happy. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm doing it now, I'm in a way better place and a way better company that I work with um, than those in the past. So I just like, I guess because when I grew up, my dad owned his own business. So mm-hmm. I've always looked up to him in that sense. Right. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. And Street Food Institute had a lot to do with helping me go that route. For So you went out, you sought out the knowledge that you needed to be successful. Um, what is something important that you would tell to anybody else who's listening out there that is thinking about doing the same, making that same leap? Um, I think, especially for those in like the food business, if you have like this passion and love for food, the opposite side of that is the business side. And that's Mm -hmm. something that's so important. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's something that I wasn't doing when I first started selling my donuts, like during COVID, um, because I really didn't know all the steps Mm -hmm. and street food Institute guided me and showed me, well, this is what you need to do here. This is what you need to do here. Um, so they gave me that part of the guidance that I needed. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that all helps you with naming your prices and things like that. So you can you know, generate some sort of profit, you know, yes. where you, you have your food costs, your overhead costs, mm-hmm. employees and whatever labor and stuff like that. And then whatever yeah. is left off the top. A lot of businesses that I see, they go in there with their heart and they just put price prices <laughs> on it, just whatever seems right. Yeah. And they go under so quick because they're because bleeding they money. Know. Yeah. You know, like right. they're not making enough to stay stay afloat, you yeah, know. And every month, I mean, you know, or, you know, every, every month, you know, you gotta you gotta check invoices. Mm-hmm. Check invoices to make sure that you know anything's fluctuating, so you can change it into your item menu cost. Like, there's so much to it that people don't really realize. Yeah. And oh, I'm man. still learning. You know these what things. I mean? And the, yeah, and you know what I mean. You know, we're always here for you too mm-hmm. if you need mm-hmm. if you need yeah. help with that as well. So, but you know, I I don't think people really know like you know the breakdown of it and yeah. how difficult it is. You know, margins are already so messed up and food, yeah especially you know I mean? now yeah especially <laughs> now especially with prices going up like it's insane mm-hmm. on how difficult it is to find product, yeah you, know? you right. know like when i first started in COVID, during covid like back in like may of 2020 um i was ordering a lot of my things online from amazon and like at the beginning like i'd order a box of say 200 boxes um and it was i think like 60 bucks and now those same boxes from just a year ago are now up to like 150. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is insane. So I had to find like other avenues to get the same product but mm-hmm. at a right. lesser price. Wow. That's just, you know, inflation, all that stuff. It's, it's, it's going yeah. to get worse before it gets better. Yes. Absolutely. That's why it is a smart thing to, to go the vegan route because all animal products, man, they're <laughs> yeah. skyrocketing, yeah. you know, in price and stuff. So, yeah. you know. Uh, kudos for for <laughs> thinking of these different avenues, um, Carla. One thing that I remember first meeting you, um, you coming in the Dia de los Sacos supporting, like I said, with a big group. But that was a Yelp group, and mm-hmm. you are an avid Yelper, uh, or I don't know if you do that I anymore. Was, um, I was a Yelp elite up until twenty seventeen. <clears throat> okay, might have been twenty eighteen, but I think twenty seventeen. Um, and I actually didn't get started with Yelp in Albuquerque. Um, I started doing like Yelping when I was on vacation with my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, 
locating local places. Like one of the first places I yelped was in Memphis because my son's family's from Memphis. So we were trying to find Cuban food. And um, the first things that pop up on Google is like Yelp. Um, So I started doing reviews from there. Then I went to Texas and did some there. And then here in Albuquerque, like the way it works is the community manager reaches out to you to say, hey, I noticed you're doing reviews on Yelp. We'd like you to be part of this this elite group. Mm-hmm. And it kind of took off from there. Yeah. Um, and because I wanted, like, on, <laughs> so years and years ago, like on vacation, I made it a point to never eat at places I could eat in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. like yeah. say McDonald's or mm-hmm. those kind of places. Um, and that's kind of where my love for local started coming in. I'm like, why am I going to eat McDonald's when I can eat it at home? Absolutely. So that's kind of how the Memphis trip was. I'm like, let's find Cuban. I don't want like anything we can have in Albuquerque. And it took off from there. And then I brought it here to Albuquerque and started doing it here in Albuquerque the same way. And I'm like, um, I guess just my love for the city of Albuquerque, it just kind of um, gave me guidance, like, mm-hmm. hey, let's do this instead of like going to, I don't know, Jack in the Box or, yeah. <laughs> or any of those big places. So, like, honestly, I haven't had McDonald's or any of those places since 2011. Wow! So, wow. like, ten years. Congratulations! I wish I could say this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love me some fast food. You know, yeah. when we get off. Of, when we get off of work, it's like ten or eleven. Yeah, okay. you're so exactly. Right there. But, but I just want to say, like, you know, thank you for that because a lot of people don't do that. Mm-hmm. But give us some insight on that because here's the thing: mm-hmm. we've had we've had people here on the show who are, you know, they just, they Yelp just, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a, it's a, it's a thorn in their side. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And there's, there's, there's pros and cons for it. Definitely. So, so being an elite Yelper, give us the insight. Like, you know what I mean? Um, like what should it be used for and what do you think some of the damages of it can be? Yeah. Like I think the positives um, as far as local Yelp goes, is there local people eating local food and supporting local? The the corporate side of Yelp, I don't like because they tend to, like you said, a thorn in your side. They will call you 20 times a day just to get you to sign up for the Yelp advertising, um, which is, you know, all fine and dandy if you have all this extra money to pay for click advertising. But when you don't, you still have Yelp for free. So for them to bother companies as much as they did, just, I mean, because I haven't done Yelp for quite some time, um, just the way they bother, like small businesses especially, like you're barely getting off the ground. You're barely trying to like make money and they're, they want to take your money with with something that you can absolutely do for free. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that, um, you know, that we've talked about is, um, you know, for the, the writers of Yelp, the reviewers, out there and maybe they're not elite. Uh, I feel like the elite have a little bit more etiquette about the way that they do things. Yes. But you know, just the platform that it is, I've said before, I, I feel like there should be some sort of etiquette or, or guideline before you post on the Yelp, especially if it's a, if, if it's a negative review, I feel like a lot of people should first try to handle it through the manager mm-hmm. or the owner before they, they post any kind of negative review because a lot of it is just Something. venting and they're upset and and we're not perfect you know, yeah and, so. the, and they're trashing right. you know businesses which could be very hurtful to them when they didn't give a business the opportunity to correct it yes. you know and so i almost feel like on yelp or any of the review sites google that there should be before you submit mm-hmm. did you try to 
resolve it. Resolve this. Did you take a breath before you started exactly. typing? <laughs> before you started typing this? Because I, I, I think they actually do that for the owners when you go to respond. You know, yeah. I respond. You know, I'm pretty avid on there, and anytime mm-hmm. I get a review or whatever, I respond whether it's good or bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think about that as far as like um, your? I think so. Like when there's Yelp elite events. Um, it's a little bit different than a person going in for a burger mm-hmm. because you're yelping that actual event, mm. not not like if you'd go on on a Tuesday for Taco Tuesday. Right. Um, so those reviews would be a little bit different than, say, somebody that just came off the street. So it's a different experience. But regular, like, Yelpers that are going into reviews, it's hard sometimes even for me. To, and I'm not – my business is not on Yelp, nor do I ever want it to be on Yelp. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like – just the fact that they should take a step back and just breathe before they start texting mm-hmm. um, or typing whatever they're going to um, say. And I know Yelp, the Yelp Elite has like a little bit of rules for the Yelp Elite, but not for the everyday mm-hmm. average Joe. So they they should actually put something like that in place. Like, like you mentioned, like, hey, like talk to the manager before you do this or what did you do to resolve right. your frustration? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing like that, not even with Google. Yeah. And I think a lot of times patrons go into places and if one little thing is wrong, like, oh, my God, they didn't have pepper on my table. Mm-hmm. They blast them. Yeah. And it's really for no it's, reason. It's so extreme sometimes, like the reviews I get, of, you know, we'll get five star reviews, which mm-hmm. obviously I'm grateful for. Um but like we'll get a one star review, and then the one star review just talks about basically didn't did not like the food or whatever. Yeah, they had some things that they did like, whatever they'll say. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how do you go to one star? Like, right? how where's did you your, do that? Where's your grading scale? <laughs> they here? should have like, guidelines for the stars. Like, exa- if it's like this, it should be this kind of they, star. They should they should write on there like maybe a one star <laughs> falls under this category. Right? Two, three, four, That's five. That's a good idea. That's you know. something like for Yelp at least. Definitely something to talk to Howie about and. Um, Howie, and I'm not sure currently if he's still the community manager, but when I was a Yelp elite, he was amazing at everything he did and Mm -hmm. things that he would teach us along the way. Like, Hey, so you're not going to write a review. Like if you're going into the restaurant, you're going to write a review on the actual experience of this event. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, again, I don't know if he's still in charge, but if he is, that's something like restaurant owners can definitely I, I believe he, he went to Matucci's. We're going to we got to have Howie on the we got to have Howie on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, he's he's really great guy. But yeah, Howie has always been like the spearhead of like, you know, mm-hmm. certain ways of going about doing yeah. a reviews. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and he's always um promoted me and my businesses, you know, throughout mm-hmm. when I had the food truck and yeah. putting together that event that we had to to really mm-hmm. help us get some traction going, you know. Yeah. So very grateful for that. I think what I commend you on is that, like, it, like being a Yelper, you know, starting that or whatever, but you have your own business now, a mm-hmm. restaurant, you know, or, or uh, shop, donut yeah. shop. So you're still in the food industry. And so instead of just talking about it, you, you, you're you about it too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so so I think that's what we've always said. Like, <laughs> you know, you, well, you're going to trash me. Like, you're going to write yeah. all this stuff about me. Why don't you come try to do it? Right. Exactly. And, them, and I it. see, like, on my end, there's certain things that I am not consistent with. And I'm like, ah, oh, somebody's going to write about this. I know it. <laughs> like, for instance, like, so I basically just sell donuts. That's all I have in my shop right now. But then certain days I'll have lemonade because I'm like, oh, I have free time. Let me make some lemonade. 
And then like the next day I won't and somebody will come in and be like, hey, don't you have lemonade today? And I'm like, I don't. Mm. Like, crap, they're going to write about this. One star review. <laughs> yeah. Can you so, believe this? But that's how it is. Yeah, that's, that's how, how it is. You can never tell when she's going to have lemonade. Yeah, yeah exactly. I go in for the lemonade. <laughs> well, you walked into freaking Simply Sinful Donuts. I know, I'm not sorry. Simply Sinful fucking lemonade. <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, shut your hole. Have a like, fucking donut. <laughs> go about your business. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? Something that, like, with me, um, when I sign my lease for this um, location, one of the big things was I can't specialize in coffee. And like mm-hmm. what goes great with donuts is coffee. Mm-hmm. And so I decided, okay, I'm just going to refer everyone to Badass Coffee because it's right next to me. They're, they have amazing coffee. And then the, um, someone in the building was like, hey, you're going to have coffee? And I'm like, well, Badass is right <laughs> here. They're local. They make amazing coffee. Mm-hmm. And the property manager asked me, um, hey, so you think you're going to start having coffee soon? Oh, wow. Wasn't it you that told me not to specialize in coffee? She's <laughs> like, well, you can have like regular coffee and decaf. You just can't really make like lattes or mochas mm-hmm. and I'm all, okay. Oh. So now it's something I have to put on my list because people keep asking like, yeah. don't you have coffee? Gotta have Or create that synergy with badass coffee. Yeah, You know that's what I mean? True. Like, you know, hey, let's go into business. Like, yeah. you know, they buy, you know, this amount of donuts, they mm-hmm. get, you know, a discount over That's here true. or vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Like I forget eight. the gentleman's name, but I go buy uh, Americanos from him all the time. You could probably even so. set it up to where you just buy the thermoses or whatever and then mm-hmm. just, yeah, there you just go, go. Yeah. fill them up from them. Just go, you know, buy That's it at a discount true. and buy it at cost or whatever yeah. from them. Yeah. You know, and, you and that's a great idea. That's you know, a good idea. Buy it at cost. Well, thank you guys for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, that's, that's what yeah. we're all about, man. Um, well, the way I started it, um, like when I first opened, I had my friend Lori, um, who I met through Street Food Institute. She own, owns um, Hippie Days Brew, mm. and she's like a coffee fanatic, and she makes phenomenal coffee. So I was having her come in like a couple days a week, um, but then her busy her schedule got really busy. So she would actually set up her table, her whole thing, like if we were at the rail yards, mm-hmm. and she would sell her coffee and chais and Chicana hot chocolates and things like that, oh, wow. and it was going good, but then she got really busy. Mm. Um, and they didn't have an issue with me doing that at all, so it's like, now I'm like, I wanted to use her coffee because she actually gets it from o- o- Beans, I believe, up on Tramway. Mm-hmm. Um so, like, whichever way I go, either Badass or Hippie Days Brew, as long as it's a local company, that's all I want is to support other local businesses. That's so, really great. That's yeah. really great. Thank you for doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so... I, I can't. I gotta keep going back to these donuts because they're so damn cute. Uh, 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 I have. I already had two of them. And just getting up in mid-interview and just go get some more. But <laughs> what's great about them is that everybody, you know, everybody loves mini, mini mm-hmm. things, you know, yeah. miniature, and you you decorate them so nice, mm-hmm. you know, and it, they're just really beautiful. Does that take a lot a lot of time to decorate all these little donuts? It does, like... <laughs> Thank you, Ruth. Thank our, our you. Ruth, coming through dropping, dropping the donuts on the table. <laughs> I think, um, well, during, like, the summer when I was at street food and I was only doing it on the weekends, like, for rail yards, I had a lot more time to put more detail. I mean, I think I still have a lot of detail, but I use different toppings compared to, like, I was using Swiss butter, Swiss meringue but, buttercream, but it's a lot. It takes a lot out of me because I don't have any employees yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something on my list. It's just like I'm not in that space yet to be able to afford that. So, 
I like, okay, so if I'm at the rail yards, people see my donut display and they're like, oh, are those little doggy treats or, oh, are those mm. candles? Are those like bath bombs? I was like, no, they're completely edible donuts. And they, because they're so cute and yeah. pretty, they're like, oh my God, I don't even want to take a bite. It's so pretty. Yeah, and so, awesome. yeah, people, and then once they take the bite, of course, they're just like, okay, I'll take a dozen or whatever. So, right. yeah. They're, they're the, amazing. I just... and the other great thing like about my donuts is that i use local flour um from valencia mill out in jarales so i don't i i would rather even if it's a little more out of my pocket i would much rather support a local company than go buy like um i'm all trying to think what's the name like bluebird or gold flower is mm-hmm. it gold what is the name of the main flower company i can't yeah, even think of it yeah or like flower from walmart right. i would rather just put my money back into local businesses Absolutely. so so That's... yeah it's completely different texture than what you find at say dunkin donuts or mm-hmm. krispy kreme it's, it's it's new mexican whatever you're doing <laughs> absolutely delicious say i feel like you should put all of those all these different local companies that you work with you know on like the back of the shirt or whatever, just like shout them out or, or yeah. you know have them posted at your at your place. You know, uh, yeah. um, that's such an eye catching thing for everybody else who loves to support local out yeah. here. Such a that's a true. time that we need to support these small local businesses to yes. keep our community thriving. You know, so exactly. Again, I applaud you for doing that. Um, um, you now simply sinful donuts. You said that you're you have a, a seven. Deadly sin donuts, right? Yes. As your core. So, so one of my thoughts at the beginning when I came up with this name um, was I wanted to intertwine the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, for the life of me, think of how to put the names like to what donuts. And <laughs> so this one of, I, I want to say this lady from somewhere in the building, she came in and she's like way older. She was like adamant. She just wanted like um classic donuts mm-hmm. like um and she pretty much told me um I just want to let you know I don't think I'll be coming here very often because I really prefer classic and I'm like okay well if you love classic you should try two boys over on um Paseo and San Pedro they make amazing classic donuts um but after she said that I started thinking and I'm like okay what if I figure out what top classic donuts I can make and attach the sinful, the seven deadly sins to them, and that's kind of what I did. Nice, I love it. Nice, I, yeah. Who doesn't love a nice powdered sugar donut, man? Yeah, and I actually call that my wrath because wrath. honestly, I hate powdered sugar. Oh, really? Seriously, yeah, I every don't, time you play with powdered powder sugar, it's everywhere. It's yes, everywhere. Everywhere. It's Even like, when you're making, yeah, it's wrath. Yeah. Absolutely great. Oh. And I, I awesome. honestly, it tastes great. Like most people love it. I just I don't like powdered sugar, so that's matter. why I gave that one the taste. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to grab like the littlest ramekin. And then fucking, like, I know. Be? Yep, everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, God, it's pretty geez. crazy. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of how I intertwine those, and then the other donuts because I try to have at least sixteen different donuts every day so that when they order the the donut queen dozen, there's sixteen different ones, and they can have a variety. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's kind of how the seven deadly sins came about. So name them all for us. We got oh we got wrath. Um, you want me to remember right now? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> There's envy, <coughs> greed, lust. What's it? What's envy? Um, sloth. Yeah, which which are each ones? Um, so lust is my chocolate ganache. Uh, my pride is my vanilla glaze. 
Um, my sloth is my homer, which is the pink. Mm-hmm. It's actually a strawberry glaze with sprinkles. The, um, yeah. Greed is my chocolate ganache with sprinkles because I'm like, I think like a person that has like one's chocolate ganache, but then they want to add more chocolate is like mm-hmm. greedy. So oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's why that's that one. And then let me see what else is there. Um, my coconut with vanilla glaze is my, uh, not sloth, um, Gluttony, mm-hmm. yes. And let me see what else. Envy. Oh, my cinnamon sugar. Crap, that's like the first one on the list, and I can't remember that envy. one. Maybe it's envy. Is it envy? It could be envy. No. I'm, you know more than me. Then. <laughs> like, um, and my cinnamon sugar, like right now, that's like my most favorite. Like I oh, eat yeah. at least four or five or six envy. of those a day. Such a, cla- <laughs> such a good classic donut. Yeah. yeah. I actually dip them. Like once I bake them, I dip them in melted butter and then in the cinnamon sugar. Ooh. So, oh my God, that taste is oh, just. Like, it's, it's like the cinnamon toast I used to make, man. Yeah. Used to put so much butter on it uh-huh. and then just like cake it with the cinnamon sugar. Yep, exactly. And then you just have this like soft buttery bread <laughs> oh, in the center. So good, oh my for God, real. That was the best snack. Yeah, I can't stop eating those. I'm all- so you have you have younglings who are also in the uh, in the culinary biz. I do. Yeah. I call them my three little duckies. Um, little <laughs> even duckies. though they're all in their twenties. <laughs> um, so I started calling them my three little duckies because when when I when they were younger we would travel a lot. Um, we've been to well I've been to like forty seven of the states. Wow. So we travel a lot and we were in some airport and they were all following behind me with their little suitcases. Uh-huh. I'm like oh my god they're my three little duckies. So <laughs> even today I still call them that. Um, my son Zachary he is twenty eight. He is the banquet chef at Mastapa Zivino or Mm -hmm. Hotel Andaluz. Mm -hmm. So he works under Chef Mark. Um, My son, I taught him, I started teaching him to cook when he was like three and four years old. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, I'm like seriously happy. All three of my kids love food. Can I just Um, say that he, he, he made some birria tacos (laughs) for me one night. Like, uh, cause Harmony, one of your duckies used to work for me. (laughs) Brought in, Media tacos that were, dude. I, I mean, I've had media, but wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think he threw like a New Mexican twist um, because the recipe he had had a lot of Mexican chilies, but he threw in a red chili in there. Mm. Um, and my son, he's just amazing at anything he cooks. Um, when I had my grand opening, he actually did all the um, appetizers for me. Wow. Um, and they were, oh my God, they were all so good. And Harmony, she used to work with you. She's my middle child. Um, she's one that I never thought. That's why I get along thought. with her so much. <laughs> I'm never a middle thought... child. <laughs> oh, that's why you guys, yeah, like, you know her very well. Yeah. yeah. She, um, like, so the three of them when we were growing up, we used to have, so my youngest one, Serenity, she always wanted to be a pastry chef. Mm-hmm. Like, her dream was to go to Paris, to Cordon Bleu. And she kind of didn't go that route yet um but harmony so we would talk about let's open up a restaurant when you all are like out of high school this is what we're gonna do and we're always like oh what's harmony gonna do <laughs> like she don't want it re- like we didn't i had no idea she loved food as much right. as she does and when she started like after high school started cooking i'm like what the where did this come from like that girl could like, rock a line let me yeah, tell that, you oh dude she, she was, it's, there was uh, i'm just gonna tell this story real quick hope mm-hmm. you don't mind but uh, so I had like this this crew of dudes, right? Who were like, you know, you, 
you worked one worked for you. Uh, another one who's like my brand new sous chef, mm-hmm. and you know they're supposed to be rocking this dude. We got so busy, and they had a habit of like, is I had a, I had a crew of of women, like you know, and they were like the two dudes, three dudes, and uh, and they are fucking going down. Dude. Yeah, like we're busy as shit. They are going down, and the girls, like I had three girls. I had Harmony. I had. Uh, Panda, who's Amanda, and I had this other girl. Um, oh, what the, I can't remember her name. But uh, they're they're sitting there and they're just watching them go because they, you know, the guys had a habit of pushing the girls mm-hmm. like, oh, you guys go do like yeah flatbreads and yeah and cold side stuff. You want to do? We'll do the hot stuff. Dude, they were going down. I fucking kicked them all off, dude. Like the line, they were like, "Girls, get in here." And they fucking ran circles around yeah. these dudes, mm-hmm. bro. Like, I'm talking, like, just throwing food out, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. And afterwards, we're always like, well, looks like I found my new positions. <laughs> like, all you guys are working fucking cold side. And I was like, well, you know, yeah. as a matter of fact, why don't you all go and scrub some fucking drains? Like, I made them scrub drains, dude. Nice. Like, it was bad. Like, and Harmony yeah. was like... I, I, I was watching Harmony and she was just like getting so frustrated. Like, mm-hmm. like I would call out a ticket, and like, you know, these dudes are like, what like we you do? know, eyes in their, you know, and she's like, yeah. I was like, all right, get in there. She fucking did. She, 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 t- she took it, she took it, ran with it, and she, yes, yeah. amazing cook. She and would come home and um, show me stuff that you taught her, and she'd be like, oh my, like, seriously, she has you on a pedestal. She Aww. just adores you, and she's like, oh my God, Chef Tristan taught me this. Oh, Chef Tristan taught me that. Aww. So she'd make like dishes for us at home, and I'm I just like, her. oh my God, it's so do. good. She was she's an amazing cook, great talent, yeah. talented family, obviously. Yeah. But, um, we're at that time. Is it already? Already. See the good ones, the good episodes wow, that go by that so fast. By. Goodness. <laughs> We're at that time. So this is the back burner. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is the time where we put sixty seconds on the clock and ask rapid fire questions. Okay. All right. And you have to answer them the best you can as fast as you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the back burner? Oh my god. Yes, I'm ready. All right. Mitch the kid, do we have sixty seconds on the clock? Hold on. Oh, you pulling up? You pulling up? Some notes. <laughs> I gotta get my notes. <laughs> Hold it back, the back burner, bro. Hold on. <laughs> Why can't I find it? Oh, there we go. All right. You start off since you took so fucking long. <laughs> what is? Wait, oh, are wait, we going? We just gotta start the oh, fucking clock yeah. first. All right, dude. ready, go. What would be your last meal? Lobster Ooh. with brown butter Ooh. and asparagus on the side. I like it. Uh, favorite so, Monopoly piece? Oh, my gosh. The shoe. Ooh, uh, Tupac or Biggie? <sighs> Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to Shaken or stirred? Say it again. Shaken or stirred? Shaken. Favorite quote? There's a positive from every negative. Mm, nice. Ooh, that, I think the first person ever answered that. I like that. Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Stallone. Worst fear? <sighs> I'm getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to New Mexico. There's <laughs> <laughs> a high chance. Favorite, favorite TGIF show? Um, favorite TGIF show? 
You mean like on TV? Yeah. I, I actually don't watch American TV much. I watch Korean dramas. Oh, like 99% nice. of... Do you speak Korean? Okay, now you sound like my brother. No. <laughs> He's like, you've been watching them for five years. You sure already know Korean. <laughs> One day I'm going to visit Korea for like a whole month and go to all the like eateries that they go to on the oh, shows. But that, that was one thing that I definitely wanted to get, that I wanted to touch on is, you know, you've been around, you've tasted all these amazing things. Mm-hmm. Tell us uh, some of your favorite styles of cuisine. Um, honestly, like my most favorite is Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love going to Subak. Oh. I love going to Korean barbecue house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. He, his food is just amazing. The fu- the fusions he does with tacos, like his, I never know how to say the, the bowls that he makes with the bee. I watch Korean, I sh- Korean shows. I know this bim- yes. The, I oh, love I love, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I love creating them like with the stuff that he has on his menu. I'm like, okay, put this and put this, and then I love banchan. Like, oh, that. Yeah, just... we had we had John on the show, and John is an amazing soul, man. He mm-hmm. he, um, his story is really amazing, and his flavors, you know, you can mm-hmm. taste all the love into his love. food, man. Yeah, so amazing. Mm-hmm. He's another one that I started following. Um, I actually, the first time I tasted your food was prior to when you came back. Mm -hmm. Um, You used to um, bring your food truck to the cancer center, UNM Cancer Center. Um, And he was another one. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Korean. Oh, my God, tacos. Especially (laughs) your avocado tacos. Oh, my God. Those are bomb as shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. But uh, any, well, any ideas for uh, avocado donut? Um, no, but I'm working on a chamoy and tahin donut Ooh, with mango. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get the combination good. flavors right. So oh, man. I I've tried quite a few. Tell us where people can find you. Um, they can find me in the historic Sims building, downtown Albuquerque, 4th and Gold, facing 4th Street. Mm. And then uh, social media? All my social media is under... <laughs> At NM Donut Queen, and it's Queen with the K because I'm Carla with the K. Yes. K Taco with a K. Yes, exactly. He loves that whole thing. So, Kings are the best. Wonderful pleasure having you on on the show. Thank you so much for all the amazing local support that you give. Um, You know, it's, it's, we will pay it forward. Like, you know, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for everything that you've done uh, for the community and, and everything. And, uh, I'm stoked. I need to go actually like <laughs> yeah, um, rapid fire. I'm actually, uh, you know, resolutioning and ta- trying to diet a little bit over <laughs> here. Like after after he's had four donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I had two. He's like, I'm on a cheat day. I had two. Yeah, every day's been a cheat day. I'm, I'm, I'm sliding. I'm sliding hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just I want to make sure that everybody knows though you I've seen that you sell out at a certain time you know so uh, yeah. when should like what time uh, to come see you um, so my hours um, I actually am open Tuesday through Friday eight a.m. to one p.m. because I have another job after my donut shop closes um, so. I want to say like Tuesdays and Wednesdays are usually the days I sell out. So the earlier you get there, the better. <laughs> okay, awesome. Great to know. Uh, again, Carla, you know, can't say enough. Thank you so much. Um, man, so much more. We got to go eat yeah. together sometime <laughs> so we can hear some more stories and just yeah, you know, indulge on some good food together. Yeah. You know? Awesome. Can I just add something real quick? Absolutely. Um, so with supporting local, um, I also um, started doing Albuquerque First Friday's 
for Albuquerque Art Walk. Um, and for December and now January, I actually have, I, I want so much to support local. So I have vendors come in like local artists, um, local um, foodies like Tanya's Tasty Kitchen, Hippie Days Brew, um, Fram's Dessert. So if anyone's out there that wants to participate in Albuquerque Art Walk and be on the corner of 4th and Gold, it's I believe it's called like Gold Avenue Corridor, um, feel free to message me on any of my social media because I'd love to support like whatever you have as far as like you make with your basically from passion. <laughs> so just contact me if you want to put up a booth um, near my shop. Well, and again, that's at NM Donut Queen, Queen with a K. You know, <laughs> find her on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter. Yes. Oh, and Twitter. TikTok. TikTok, TikTok doing the donut dance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now All of that. Now you need to do it. All right, of that. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you guys so for much. having me. I appreciate it. Thank no, you we very appreciate much. everything that you do. So, uh, wow, these donuts are amazing. I'm sorry, I'm about to have another one. <laughs> DJ Mitch the Kid, get us out of here. Follow us at Backburner PC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Recorded and produced in Albuquerque, New Mexico. On the Backburner is hosted by Tristan Rogers of Hollow Spirits Distillery and Dominic Valenzuela of Taco 10. Produced by Three Birds Digital LLC. Directed by Volick Media and Marketing. Audio engineered and edited by Mitch Pavalco. Podcast intro recorded and produced by Randy Savage. Find him at savagevo.com. Original music by Rocky Rhodes. Check out his music at soundcloud.com forward slash K-R-Z-M-A. I'm myself, I'm feeling you too. Yo. Yeah. What up, queen? What it do? It's been a minute since I seen you. I wonder what you been doing. Yeah, you probably doing what a queen do. Manny Hollins and Balenciagas when it come to you. Cupid hit your boy with a semi-auto. You went from bay to baby mama. Afraid to tell me what's the matter huh. I pull up in a Grammy out I'm just a good fella like Rayleigh Yada And you know you got that good love Yeah, you know your boy trying to pull up Cause you know about that real hip hop girl And I've been going through a lot girl My heart pump blood but it's caged up And you know you got the keys to the lock girl